I'd been living off of crushed pistachios and cornflakes. It was a strange existence, but an existence all the same. I'd been going from campsite to campsite, trying to find a place to settle, on the edge of these little towns surrounded by desert. The good news was there was some foraging to be had. There were certain edible cactuses in the area, and also copious supply of rainbow trout. I wasn't much of an angler, so I had to resort to spearfishing. And that I was very, very good at. So that was the good news. The bad news was the police were aware that there was guerrilla camping happening in the area. Also, that there was guerrilla camping happening in the area. They could sell, smell the the toasted rainbow trout in the air and they were able to sniff out our campground. So we had been ousted. They said, well, we'll let you stay the night, but if you're not packed up by morning, we're gonna have to fine you. Well, I didn't have the funds for any kind of municipal ordinances or fines. So I packed up my meager belongings and loaded the car. I'd driven into another tiny town on the edge of the desert. A strange place filled with French gypsies and coleslaw wagons. So I thought, well, I might as well stop for an eight-ounce coleslaw. What else was a homeless person going to do? A, a wandering, homeless, volunteer gypsy journalist. And then I started talking to some of the French travelers. And they knew of a place. It was called Fleece Bay. Fleece Bay. Fleece Bay. Sounded like a place to get fleeced. <laughs> Sounded like a dirty underground camp area. Some sort of some sort of encampment on the outskirts of town. But apparently it was a party. Party time every night. Bonfires, loose women, beautiful views, and booze. Lots and lots of booze. Well, it was worth a shot. So I got in line for some coleslaw. I was tired of pistachios and cornflakes. I did the only thing that I knew how to do, and that was find a local tavern. A dirty dive, a place where I could have a brew. A place where maybe you could be left alone by the authorities for five minutes. It seemed like the New World Order was in full effect. Over-policing was happening in every town that you could imagine. Heck, I just saw one drive by. I hope he didn't see me. My view was that of a dollar store. Dollabama. Dollabama, they called it. Not Alabama, but Dollabama. Everything you could ever want for a dollar. I would have to check that out. I would need camp supplies... And I was short on dollars. I took a swig of this light amber ale that I'd been served up. Delicious. And I thought to myself, how can I make some bucks? 
There must be a newspaper in this town. Something churning out some sort of useless rag, some sort of propaganda printing machine. A local printing press, a local journalistic Valhalla something. There had to be something in this town. So that was my mission. To find the great small town newspaper. As I walked out of the Dalabama with some fresh crushed pistachios and cornflakes, I noticed something. Chronicle. Right across the street. I must have passed it earlier. Hidden in plain sight. The local Chronicle. Perfect. I would wander in and offer my services. What's the worst that could happen? Hello. I'm well, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, do you accept submissions from uh, volunteer journalists or uh, freelancers? Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Okay, I'll give you a card. Editor is in the office at the moment. Oh, okay. Who's the editor? Lionel Doherty. Okay, I'm Timothy. Okay, wonderful. So, here's Lionel. I'm currently a volunteer gypsy journalist. Well, but I will work for money if you'll allow it. <laughs> Yeah, I would love to hear from them. Lionel Doherty, okay. Yeah. So he, yeah, he happens to not be here at the moment. He usually is. All right, I'm writing a story right now on the, the local grocer, uh, Kevin. Do you know Kevin? From Kevin's No Frills? Yeah, I call yeah. him I call him Hitler. Oh, no, really? Yeah, yeah, so I'm writing an article about him. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> no Sounds scandalous, him. right? No one likes Hitler. <laughs> Nobody likes Hitler. Yeah, well, I tried to make peace with Kevin. I offered him an olive branch, and he, he rejected it, so... Oh. Now I'm writing an article about him. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, give Lionel um, a shout there. Sure. What's your name, dear? Joanna. Joanna. You have lovely eyes, Joanna. Oh, thank you. Nice to meet your, you. Your name is Timothy. Timothy. Yeah, okay. I'm a volunteer gypsy journalist. Okay, I'll leave this on his desk. Okay, thank you. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, have a great day. I took a deep breath of May long weekend air and walked up to a hot and ready pizza joint. Locked! No! Dear guests, cash payment not accepted. Hmm, I'd have to come back tomorrow and test that theory. <laughs> I laughed like a maniac. It was the only one th thing that you could do in a situation like this. Redhead Market. They seem to be open. They look like they were just packing up. I moved over to the sidewalk to get into position. Uh, there's traffic. Huge, weird trucks were rolling through town full of God knows what. Liquids of some kind. Hopefully not flammable. I walked up to the Redhead Market after dodging some traffic. 
Hello. Do you have any hats? Do you sell hats? I'm looking for a bowler hat or a derby. This is the redhead market, yeah? Yes. Oh, okay. But you're not a redhead yourself, are you? Oh, you used to be, okay. No? Oh, ball caps, okay. Yeah, I have a ball cap here. This one's kind of rude. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, this one's kind of cool. This is like right out of the village people. Oh. I don't know if it'll fit me though. It looks small, yeah. Okay. You don't mind? My hair is a little bit. Okay, thank you. But you don't have a bowler right now, huh? Do you ever see them, the derbies? No, they're hard to find. Ah, it's too small. I have a long head. It's a nice hat, though. Thank you. Okay, well, can I look around or are you closed? I'm just opening. Oh, you're just opening? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Open for the afternoon. Oh, is this you? Do you do this? No. no. I do this as well. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't have angel cards, but I have um, like energy decks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Does she do it in the shop or no, uh, at home? Does... Is she good? Maybe I'll... <laughs> you don't believe in it, huh? No. Yeah. The way I do it, I treat it sort of like a game. Because oh. it's, I mean, it, it started as a game. I mean, you know, you're a wise woman. You remember the gypsies? Yeah. I mean, they were basically killed off, but I think the gypsy spirit lives on, especially in shops like this. There's a lot of gypsies in Europe. Yeah, still? There's still Absolutely. a few? Okay. I'm a gypsy at heart. Like, I juggle and, you know, I write. I'm a volunteer journalist as well. I'm trying to do my part for society. Well, thanks for showing me the shop. I appreciate it. I didn't buy anything at the market. I was just there for the experience, after all. The journey, as it were. I'd found accommodations. <laughs> there was good news and bad news. It was a dusty part of town, just out of town, actually. Outside of town, a little mess above the desert. A little place they called Goose Bay or Juice Bay or Moose Bay. There were beaver everywhere. Not women. I wasn't using a derogatory term for women. The actual beavers. And they were chewing on the trees if you listened closely. There were tents everywhere dust. Lots and lots of dust. Moose Bay. <laughs> Party time. You've been listening to Channeling Hunter, featuring the vocal stylings of Timothy Vant. If you'd like, tune in next time for the exciting continuation or cancellation 
of Channeling Hunter. Madcap stories loosely based on the fiction of Hunter S. Thompson. Available on Spotify and around the web. Thanks for listening. It's gonna be great. Don't screw up.